Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. See this in 3D, all lights out for me, all lights out for me, lightning strikes the beach, 80 degrees, warm it up for me. Episode 151, Morse Code Podcast. Uh, no Dan tonight. A shout out to him, but I'm back. We were on a brief hiatus. I got my buddy Cashfeen here. Um, and Hurricane will be joining us shortly from the Splash Brothers. But I think tonight is mostly, mostly Cowboys. Probably mixing some Patriots. And since they're not going to be in it long, some Bucks. But mostly Cowboys since... Um, since you guys are both fans of America's team. So, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, Hurricane will be jo- joining us shortly. As always, tonight's episode is brought to you by Col- Cold River Vodka. Check them out at Cold River Vodka uh, and coldrivervodka.com. The spirit of Maine. Uh, I can't think of a more refreshing drink to have, especially uh, early to mid-January. There's, there's nothing... Um, that fits better in my mind for a uh, midwinter drink. So check them out. But yeah, let's get right into it. Um, first question. How far are the Cowboys going to go? Um, so my nightmare is going is having to go to Lambo and having 12 an anti-vaxxer destroy my life for what would feel like the 40th time. Um, (laughs) So since that's what would cause me the most pain, that's probably what's going to happen. So NFC championship game, I think they get there. Uh, And then I think just that bad man, bad, bad man is going to do the things again. Uh, and that's what I'm prepared for mentally. Um, there's like, uh, the 49ers terrify me because Debo is that guy. He is very much that deal. And it's terrifying. And the plan's got to be Debo's going to get his, please pray to God. Nobody else goes off. Um, I'm confident that if the Cowboys get a couple early, couple early three and outs, they force a couple early three and outs. Uh, it could get ugly, but if the 49ers can run and they put all the linebackers in the torture chamber, then it's not going to be a good time. 
so I'm going to be upset earlier, but I don't think that would hurt as much as just the Groundhog's Day of going to Lambeau and being very upset. I mean, first of all, that's going to be a hell of a uniform matchup. That I'm going to feel like I'm I've been teleported back to 1995, especially if they were to both use their because um, the Niners have been using their like throwback uniforms a little bit this year, right? Yeah, the Niners uniform is one of the strongest in sports. It's just very clean. The colors, yeah, no, the colors are great, especially I don't know what it is with their the white uh stripes on their sleeves. I think it's always a good look. Um red, white and gold are dope dope colors and they just um but the Cowboys don't go to their what I consider the throwback is like the 90s like the big blue star it's like white and but like the blue sleeves with the stars on the side mm-hmm. um they don't really go to those the color rush jerseys are just like all white uh which are a pretty pretty clean look but oh, yeah. I don't think those are going to come out in the playoffs I think they're just going to go home whites um and see what happens the cowboys uniform is strong it's it's not the the best uniform out there, but it is you know iconic based on its brand. And blue, white, and silver are also good, strong colors. Big time. It's a yeah. It's a lot of good jerseys left in the the postseason, like classic jerseys between those two, the Steelers, the Packers. Um, the Bengals went sort of retro, and look at them prospering. Oh, big time! That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why they are where they are. Mm-hmm. Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd aside, like th- that's small potatoes, but the uniform, that's where they came up. Yeah, no, it's vibes. Vibes are very important. Yes, Jasper. Um, outside of the, the Des Bryant catch game, how many times have you guys played the, the Packers in like <clears throat> um, in the postseason? So there was that game. There was a game in the regular season um, where we were, I think we were up like 35 to 14 or something and ended up losing. Um, I think that was a Matt Flynn game too. I don't even think it was Aaron Rodgers. It was very, very tough. Uh, and then there was Dak's rookie year um, in Dallas. Uh, Cowboys kicked a field goal to go up um, like two, one or two points. I think there was like a minute 12 left. Aaron Rodgers made one of – he rolled out all the way to his left as he was like falling out of bounds, throws this like – fucking rocket down the sideline uh the ball spends half of the time like literally out of bounds and jared cook it was like 25 yards down the field jared cook just catches the ball two feet in bounds they kick a field goal um that's one of the nastiest throws i've ever seen it's just always fucking something right it's just always something and the des bryant catch game too even if they ruled it a catch and a touchdown, which it should have been because that ball never hit the ground. 
That ball literally never, ever hit the ground. It rolled over on his arm, never hit the ground. Um, even if they called that, um, all right, sour grapes correctly. Yeah. Uh, even, (laughs) but the thing is I've come to accept it because even if they called it correctly, Aaron Rodgers would still get the ball back with about like minute 50 left, uh, needing a touchdown to, uh, needing a field goal to tie touchdown to win. So it, you, I firmly believe my heart would have been broken either way. Like it would have been awesome to celebrate. Well, what was one of the coolest looking catches, um, had it counted. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers would have won that game anyway. Like was that, that the... I have no doubt about it. Yeah. It's that classic, um, that classic gif or meme video where they're like, they left Aaron Rodgers too much time. Yeah. It's, that was the 2016 playoff game, the Dax rookie year. And the thing is, the Cowboys had a chance. I think it was like third, like third in like goal from like the four. Um, they had a chance to punch it in, and they didn't get it, and they kicked the field goal. And I was like, "Well, you lose. Like you lose. Like the you you gotta score a touchdown and go for two, make it a seven point game, and then like really put the pressure on him." Uh, but nope, Jason Garrett, I, I would have gone for it. Like you, you've made it this far. You're not going to, you're not going to prosper trying to make, let Aaron Rodgers just drive down for a field goal end games when you have the chance to end games. I firmly like, that's one of my big football like beliefs End a game when you have a chance to end the game, don't, don't kick field goals, field goals, lose you games. In the especially in the red zone, yeah, against any like like playoff worthy offense, yeah, mm-hmm. can't do that. Red 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 zone field goals in my head are worse than turnovers because it's four point. It's four points. That's not that you haven't scored. You have you have to score touchdowns in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Was the um, was the Des Bryant game? Was that the year? That must have been a divisional playoff game, right? Because I assume Green Bay went yeah. to then play the Seahawks, and then that was yeah. the year the Seahawks lost to the Pats. Yeah, I I know the Cowboys would have beat, beat the Seahawks. We beat we beat their ass in Seattle uh, earlier that year. Like they just matched up so well with them. The offensive line neutralized everything that Seattle did. Like it would, like whatever. It's fine when you're a Cowboys fan. You like. Your team hasn't been to the Super Bowl eight times in the last like twenty years, so you have to cherish and think about the the few times you're close to glory. <laughs> Romo should have won MVP that year too. Aaron Rodgers stole a fucking MVP from Tony Romo. I, that's another reason I hate that motherfucker. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have a question. I have a Tony Romo mm-hmm. question. Was he really that bad by the time that like they decided to go with Dak? Because did they did they start Dak his rookie year? Uh, Dak started his rookie year because Romo broke his back in the preseason. Okay. And Kellen Moore was supposed to be the backup, but he broke his leg in the preseason in practice. God so damn. that's the only reason. So Dak was a third string quarterback battling with a another undrafted kid named Jameel Showers 
who sucked so bad at quarterback, they moved him to safety. Um, and the only reason he got a chance was this chain of injuries. And you, you just cannot take out a guy that won. I think it was like uh, he won 10 games in a row or 11 games in a row. You, you, like Romo was still going to be able to lead the team, but you just like the locker room was just all about Dak. And I was upset about it at the time. Cause I thought when Romo got healthy, I thought that for the past 10 years, like he deserved a chance to play with this team. Yeah. Cause they, they drafted Zeke for Romo. It, it was like a, if Romo wasn't on the team, if they weren't trying to extend Romo's career, I'm, almost certain that they draft Jalen Ramsey. He was that year? Yep. Jalen Ramsey went fifth. Uh, Zeke went four. In the time in between, um, going back a little earlier, (laughs) from Aikman to Romo, all the quarterbacks in between. So I can remember Bledsoe. I can remember Quincy Carter. I can remember Vinny Testaverde. Who was the worst? Drew Henson, Ryan Leaf, uh, Anthony Wright, uh, Clint Sterner. Clint Sterner fucking sucked. What a name. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on, there's so many more. There's so many more bad ones. Quincy Carter, I was so hyped for because I, I was just like, I just didn't want any more white quarterbacks, you know? Um, did he have some sort and, of beef with Parcells or no? No, I think I'm. I don't know what exactly happened, but he was doing he was doing stuff he shouldn't have been doing, and he just kept testing positive for things like internal oh, right, team yeah. things. It wasn't even the league. I think like the team <clears throat> was like testing him and. Vinny Testaverde took over that year. They sucked. They sucked a lot. Uh, they went uh, so Parcells' first year. Uh, they went ten, I think, like ten and six with uh, Quincy Carter. They had the number one defense in the NFL. Um, and I was just like, oh, he he's just going to get better. He's going to keep getting better at quarterback. Um, and then he was not on the team anymore <laughs> i assume that they made the playoffs though right yeah they lost in the wild card round to carolina i think okay was um bledsoe wasn't completely washed by the time he was on the cowboys right like i thought he had a uh, decent year or am i wrong kind of he was just like he was a fucking statue, man. Like he was just so he I just kept him. trying to ex- he just kept trying to extend plays and like just wait for the last second to throw the ball and just like always be throwing the ball as he was getting hit and just making I, I remember the throw that got him benched for Romo was they were at like the two yard line going in, first and goal. He I think they had like a run pass option going and it was very clearly just like run the ball and he decided to throw it and Terry Glenn didn't realize he was going to throw it. And he throws this out route to the pylon straight to the defender 
Um, and I think Power Souls was like, what the fuck, dude? No more. Dude, I and hated him on the came Patreon. in and threw three picks. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was the worst because like, um, yeah, like you said, he was always trying to extend plays, but usually people who do that are mobile and can extend plays. And oh. even like, I think it was the year before Brady started. He started, Bledsoe started the season six and two, and then they ended two and six. So yeah, he was, uh, he was, he was strictly an arm. He was an arm that was attached to a immobile body. Speaking of immobile bodies. Oh, <laughs> my boys, my boys. Hey. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Sorry Another for hurricane. Me. Sorry for being late. Oh, it's all good, man. How we doing? No, you're, you're yeah. right on time. There we go. I wanted to take a shower before I hopped on, and then I was you like, okay. smell. You smell oh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, podcasting is a visual medium. Shout out <laughs> to Spencer Hall and them. So, right. How you guys doing? You guys look good. You know, you look. You guys look really, really good. Uh, I'm not just saying that's just something something striking about y'all today. <laughs> How do they fit? I feel they this is a very high quality garment. We were just talking about this. It they're very soft, very comfortable. Um yeah. Uh I'm definitely going to hang dry these, no dryer for this bad boy. Um, oh, that's a good call. Always a good call. So, like, all my tech fleece and stuff, always hang dry it. It's like, extends the life. Of, like, they just look, like, pretty brand new every single time. Dryers fuck shit up. They really do. That's what, that's what Big Dryer doesn't want you to know. Big Dryer doesn't want you to know that. <laughs> yeah, dude. The, these came, like, within a week, I think. I feel like I ordered this. I mean, I, I know we both tweeted about it, but it couldn't have been much more than a week ago. And, yeah. Super comfortable and they, they feel pretty warm. So, good, good. yeah, I went with them because um, you guys know Mr. Go 30. Yep. So, like, his, uh, he's a he's a dude who's always like, you know, pissed down my leg. Not really, my leg. Not really an athlete. <laughs> like, uh, he's on Twitter. I'll send you some stuff. He's, he's hilarious. But he's very funny. Yeah, I had got um, a piece of merch from him, and it was the same site. And I was like, okay, this is this is pretty good quality. I can, like, trust the quality. So, yeah, glad you guys like it. What are we talking about? You're talking about Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about uh, legacy oh. Cowboys quarterbacks, some of the best. Hmm. <laughs> you went with Drew Bledsoe? Okay. <laughs> no, I rattled, off some, I rattled off some names. Just a horror show of names. Um, Drew Henson yep. was the guy who started ahead of Tom Brady at <laughs> Michigan. Michigan, yep. Um, and then he went to go play baseball at the. He got drafted by the Yankees to be a third baseman. Couldn't hit a curveball. Uh, came back to the Cowboys and just fucking sucked. Was he, he was so goddamn bad? What what was he backing up Quincy Carter at one point, or was that later on? Because I feel like they yes. were around the same. Okay, I feel like he was like no, I, he was he was in training camp. I think the year that Quincy Carter got kicked off the team. I could be wrong. It might have been the year after, but 
he he fucking yeah. sucked. And the Cowboys had another major league uh, baseball drafty Chad Hutchinson. Chad Hutchinson. Chad Hutchinson. Who also goddamn fucking sucked, yeah. man. Like these guys were terrible. Yeah, I was about to talk shit. Like, why are you guys talking about Drew Bledsoe? We're talking about you know the best Cowboys quarter, but there hasn't really been that many. Like, what well, we got Staubach and then Aikman. The, Quincy was good the, for a year. The franchise quarterbacks that the Cowboys have had, which is like the majority of their existence, have been all really goddamn good. Yeah, like even so, like uh, even right after Staubach, like Danny White, like he didn't win a Super Bowl, but he was pretty good. Uh, the 80s were bad uh, and then Troy Aikman for 12 years took uh, took like 4 or 5 years to find Romo another 10 years mm-hmm. and then immediately seamless transition into Dak so that's like pretty great quarterback lineage and history and I think Cowboys fans that like I've done a great job curating my timeline so I don't see Cowboys fans who are like anti-Dak for some reason. Mm-hmm. But those guys are idiots. Like mm-hmm. you fell into another like yeah. a top five to seven quarterback in the fourth mm-hmm. round with your compensatory pick uh, after trying to draft Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, like, just remember, you know, we, we could have had uh... – John Brock Osweiler. Down. They were trying to draft <laughs> Brock Osweiler, bro. Like this shit was terrible. Do, do you remember when uh we almost took Johnny Manziel, but we took the, that it offensive lineman and said it was close. I, I was I was shocked. I was shocked that uh that Jerry didn't 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 take Jerry uh, Jerry doesn't have the juice like that anymore on draft yeah. day. He just signs off on the decisions. He really lets uh the director of player personnel, uh Will McClay, he's one of the best. Oh in the game like steven's also there he's he's also they they do ceo shit right like they're not like all the work and all the real decisions are made like they if there's like a tie get to make a decision right but yeah they're not interviewing the applicants right no they they drafted zach martin a hall Mm -hmm. of famer with that pick like i think it's fine like they i I've learned to defer to them in drafting because I wasn't super thrilled about the Micah Parsons pick. Hmm. Um, I was pissed that the two corners, uh, J.C. Horn and Pat Sertan Jr. went. I was furious about that. Um, And then I was upset that we traded with the Eagles to allow them to draft Devontae Smith. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then... We got that guy. You did, you did get that guy. Alleged, allegedly a bad guy, but a phenomenal. Is it cool to player. smoke on this podcast? Yeah, yeah I asked earlier. Okay, okay. absolutely. Right. Um, oh, go ahead. No, I I was just going to ask. So one quick point, and then a question for Kane. And I'll ask I'll ask Kane the same question that I asked you, Cash. The quick point first is. Obviously, the allegations against Parsons are serious and not good. But in the grand scheme of like NFL, it could be worse. Yeah, I think it's like, it's like a misdemeanor. In the... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not defending yeah. it, but like, yeah, compared to some no of the other one, shit that's no, happened, yeah. it's it, it could be worse. Um, but I, yeah, quite... I, 
I know that he was definitely more guilty than he likes to admit when I heard him, like they asked him about it in preseason and his only response was that like, Oh, I'm a father now. And like, that's what I like focus on being a better dad every day. And I'm just like, damn it. This, this guy might've been a bad guy in college. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> he, he's someone uses that defense. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing you go to. That's a, that's a Ben Roethlisberger defense. Like I'm a man of faith. I got yeah. married. I have kids now. Like you use the, the cross as a shield. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I did think he was, um, when I was watching hard knocks this summer, I thought mm-hmm. like part of the reason that I wanted to cheer for the Cowboys. Cause I thought he was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think, was it him that was playing chess against like the third stringer? Hmm. He was playing against Amari Cooper, who was like really good at chess. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Um, okay. But no, uh, Parsons is an electric personality. Seems really fun to play with and be around. Everyone loves him. Uh, he, he fucking rules. Like he, he fucking rules. And he's actually like a legit defensive player. Unlike, um, Trayvon Diggs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I saw that in the rundown. I was like, okay. Right. No, we can no, let's no. get into it. Let's I, let's talk about it. I, I don't I, I think don't think I have that, a very, to be clear. I think I have a very nuanced <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I apologize in advance. I know that there's no place for this in uh narrative and discussion. I think there it's I have a fairly nuanced take about Trayvon Diggs and it's that he's a good to pretty good pure just like cover guy like stick on a guy follow him around uh, don't get smoked he's good he's mostly good sometimes pretty good he is elite to like hall of fame level when the ball is in the air if he's near like that's a skill that like you talk about it a lot because it's rare cornerbacks don't get the ball like this. Like 11 picks is a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think he gave up maybe like four or five touchdowns, but he's responsible for taking the ball away. And I think I read that seven of those 11 interceptions led directly to touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And I think two of them ended a game and another two led to field goals. So you can give up all the yards you want. The Cowboys have a really good red zone defense. They don't give up a ton of touchdowns. I think that's really good. I think the cornerback that intercepts the ball is good. Um, and he was on a, in the games he played last year, he was on a pace for about eight or nine picks for the season. It's not like he just randomly started catching the ball. Like he was around the ball. He gets smoked sometimes because mm-hmm. he's like hunting for picks. Mm-hmm. It's like a shot blocker I, in basketball. Like, yeah, you're going to get posterized yeah. once in a while, but <laughs> the grand scheme of things you're preventing um, and changing, you know, how the offense plays. So yeah, no, I was just yeah. controlling. This is second year, right? Yeah. Third? Okay. He was a second round draft pick after the Cowboys picked CD Lamb in the first round. I am never going to like criticize the Cowboys drafting strategy because they just they just draft fucking dope players over and over. <laughs> um the whole team pretty much is like mostly homegrown 
and they don't have a lot of they don't pay big money for free agents like they're like bottom bargain barrel raw shop for less free agents and they get great value one of the biggest pieces on their defense this year is J. Ron Curse, who was stuck behind Harrison Smith um, in Minnesota and now is just erasing tight ends, like great blitzer, good in run support, just like very much helps that team. And they defense is good. And it's just all homegrown drafted players and bargain barrel free agents. Do you guys think um, when someone's coming up in, in college, do college players look at the Cowboys the same way that an NBA player would want to be drafted, like ideally by the Lakers? Like, is that <clears throat> is it to that level or is there a little bit less of that just because they haven't had at least the postseason success in the, the, re- the last like whatever, 20 years? I would say I- it's less. Just because, I mean, everyone, you know, the star on the helmet, you know, the Cowboys, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, the kids who are getting drafted now are 1920. Like they've never really seen they've never seen the Cowboys championship. They've seen the Cowboys be kind of good for a couple of years. But I just it's I don't think that it's the same. Um, whereas like with the Lakers, you know, you saw they won a championship a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, uh, in the 2000s, 2010s, they won a championship. So I, I felt like everyone knows that it's still like, you know, if you know football at all, then you, you know, the Cowboys, like you either hate the Cowboys, you love them, which, which I don't think it's the same with the NBA and the Lakers. Um, But I think too, like just to kind of go beyond that, if you, if you're a star for the Cowboys, like that's like being a star for the Knicks. I I feel like, you know, or, or being a star for the Lakers, like you're the biggest thing, you know, that's going on. Like if we, if when we win the Super Bowl, you know, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a problem out here. It's going to be a problem out here. Uh, <laughs> you guys got to be pretty loud about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't I'm going to I'm going to be so emotional, like because <laughs> like the Cowboys to me have like this tie in with my I don't know, my identity as like an American immigrant as like an immigrant to America. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first things that I felt that I understood and liked that made me feel like not super much of an outsider was being a Cowboys fan. For sure. And just like seven-year-old me being like, we're going to win every year. This is sick. (laughs) And then just never, ever touching that again. (laughs) And if they win, I'm going to like, it's going to be emotional. Um, But I mean, I'm not, I, I just, I'm a, I have Stockholm syndrome so bad. Like it's, I, I fear for the worst at all times. Uh, I feel- the only, it turned this year after that uh, Washington game where they scored like 56 points. I was like, oh, they're going to be on a roll. And then immediately farted <laughs> all over themselves in, uh, against our Arizona. I was like, all right, never. I, I should have learned my lesson 40 times before that. I think I learned my lesson for good. Like you don't expect good things and you can't be disappointed. Yeah. I was going to say, Sophie, like you, I feel like you have the perfect lineup uh, here. If you're going to talk to Cowboys fans, because cash fiend is, is still, I mean, it's in his name. He's still a fiend. Uh, he's still addicted. He, still, he rides the hide and 
of the high and lows. I've got off the narcotic. Now I'm just here to talk shit when we win and nothing when we lose. Like, really <laughs> yeah. affect me. It doesn't it doesn't really affect me either way. Like I'll, I'll just be like, oh, we lost and then keep it pushing. Uh, I've but I've been where where Fiend is <laughs> and probably will be for a long time. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be an issue. You, we better not win. That's all I got to say, because it's going to be a problem. Um, I, yeah, I want Get it for you guys. Ready now. Yeah. I, and I, there are. Oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead, bro. No, and there are those, you know, like those diehard uh, fans who get mad at people like Kane. And it's like, oh, no, you have to be yeah. sad, too. Why? Yeah. Why? No, yeah. you don't have, like, if you are capable of not being sad when the Cowboys, like, fart all over themselves, <laughs> um, good. I envy you. I respect you and enjoy yourself. Uh, have a long, healthy life with low blood pressure. You're <laughs> you're an icon and an idol to all. I think a lot of it is jealousy, right? Like they wish they could turn it off. Like I wish I could turn. Like I've tried. I keep trying. But uh, you're just stuck on good. I've been. I I enjoy watching this. Like when this team's clicking, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's a. Uh, if they can be clicking uh, and pour on a lot of early points against San Francisco, I think they can run away with it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not worried about San Francisco at all. I, yeah, I, I want it for you guys because take it from me, winning a Super Bowl, it's a good feeling. It's a great, it's a great feel. I never got sick of it. I'll, I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> Go to hell. Go go straight to hell. <laughs> Have either of you guys been to either the old or current Cowboy Stadium? No, I want to go to the no. new. I mean, I definitely want to go, but no, not yet. I've been to one to Cowboys game actually. I've been to a couple Cowboys games in uh, New England at Gillette. Okay, um, but I. I want to go to the Cowboys stadium, but I'm not going to Texas. I'm not going to Texas for <laughs> a minute, bro. Like what? When I'm about to cover myself in honey and jump into a hornet's nest. Like what? Why would I do that? I will say I had the fortune of going to one. And obviously I'm not a Cowboys fan, but a couple of years ago, um, company that I worked for sent me out to training in like DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth area. And mm-hmm. so they happened to be playing on a Thursday night. And I was like, fuck it. I would like I would like to see the stadium. <clears throat> so I went and it was incredible. Like the game was whatever. They were playing Washington, I think. Um, yeah. And it was only like probably 120 bucks to get a decent seat. Um, but like me and my friend were able to move down and I was just in awe of the Jumbotron because I'm sure you guys know. And yeah. anyone who's listening every seat's to this, a good seat. Know, yeah, Every because season, yeah. <laughs> like like nothing felt far away. And then if you were like, hmm, I don't really feel like watching the game on the field, you could just turn your head, tilt your head like 17 degrees and it's the world's <laughs> biggest TV screen. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was fucking incredible. So, yeah, I'd uh, highly recommend it to you. Oh, what happened to uh, <laughs> what's his threw name him on the bed? Rue. He, oh, yeah. He wants to play, but we're not playing right now. No, we're podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Serious business. 
<laughs> so, so Kane, I asked uh, I asked Cash before you got on, but um, how far do you think the Cowboys are going to make it? Oh, you see the Bowl, baby. Super yeah, Bowl, okay. Baby. Super Bowl or bust? Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm the, I'm the wrong person to ask, uh, just because you know I feel like we're going to win every game, and um, <laughs> but I mean we'll see. I I, I do feel like. <laughs> it's, it's especially tough now because of COVID everyone getting sick. And I mean, I would agree that uh, the quality of the game has went down the last couple of weeks. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. But I mean, yeah, I, don't, don't ask me for nuanced balanced takes on the Cowboys. <laughs> it um, does seem like guys are getting healthier. <laughs> and yeah. by that, I mean, probably just the fact that the, the protocol is now five days and the NFL will do whatever it takes to like make sure that guys mysteriously don't show up on the list. So, yeah. It is yeah. If you're, is. if you're vaccine boosted, you don't have to test unless you have symptoms, which is preposterous. <laughs> we don't, it's, I can't control that. I hope none of these idiots get COVID before the playoffs. Amari Cooper's out in Alabama. Like he's watching the national championship game. Like this motherfucker, bro. Like it's nasty. It's nasty time, man. Um, just nasty business. Yeah. He but he doesn't have to get tested for ninety days because he just had COVID. So hmm. he's just like fuck it. I feel like that's the trick. <laughs> if you're an NFL player, just fucking go get it. And then yeah. you're good for three months. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it on your bye week. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, I had a question here. Most improved player, Dak or Joe Burrow? Improved or? Uh, I can never remember if there's comeback, two separate awards. Comeback, like comeback, yeah, player? comeback. Yeah, I guess either either one. Well, with uh, Co- I don't think Dak is a, mo- a candidate for most improved player because he's like oh. kind of been balling for a while. I think it's come. I think they're up against each other for comeback player. Um, and I, I think it's Dak just because his legs snapped in half. <laughs> you know, like, like mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to say this. We're like ACLs get popped every day. B like it's people like. People come back from that pretty easily. Like he's been balling. Like, yep. like he's good. Uh, but I think uh, having your leg snapped in half is more of a comeback, right? Like it's comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think their number, like they've played like pretty comparable to each other. Um, and. I think it's severity of injury is an important factor here. Okay, counterpoint. Burrow plays on the Bengals. Is that uh <laughs> We're talking about their uniforms and how their vibes might be changed hmm. because their uniforms are tight now. Hmm. Okay. It, it yeah, it's got to be <clears throat> it's obviously going to be one of those two. Uh <laughs> Dan and I have talked about this before. I like Tony Romo as a commentator. I do think one of the all time funny moments was when he thought that uh, Dak had just like, I don't know, hyperextended his foot or like 
turned turned his ankle a little bit when it was clear right before they cut to commercial break that it was like like two pieces going in two completely opposite directions yep yeah, <laughs> like joe buck oh you know it, it is cold and uh where are we playing in los uh, angeles <laughs> i'm i'm, shi- I'm shivering, shivering myself i'm in the booth like come on <laughs> dude and i uh as far as like national commentators go i like joe buck mm-hmm. in terms like of buck. like in terms of his the manner in which he calls a game and entertainment value but that was bad yeah yeah the guy was fucking he was like seizing right mm-hmm. yeah you guys yeah. remember that seizing one from... from a traumatic brain injury mm-hmm. he was like oh it might be cold yeah, he just where's his where's his mittens? Put his mittens on. <laughs> he must have forgot his hand warmers. Where's his booty? Put some booties on that young man. You guys remember that one? Um, I think it was Tom Savage, like four or five years ago, where they zoomed in on him seizing one of the all-time traumatic like hmm. shots I've ever seen in a in any sort of um, football, basketball game, whatever. Like they zoomed in on him, and the guy was just you know he's pretty much convulsing. I think it was Tom Savage. It's the um yikes. Maybe it's Osweiler. That's crazy. But anywho. Some mid ass Houston Texans quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. He he wasn't great. Um this what is about not... you? How do you because Mr. Patriots fan, if you don't mm-hmm. mind me yeah. asking a question, where do you where do you feel like you guys are going? And let me let me say real quick before you before you say anything, like I'm sort of surprised that I haven't heard more people say good things about mac jones just because in the game the last game that they played against us i was impressed by what he was doing like i mean of course we were playing stupid like it's it's kind of calm but i was like hey he's he's making throws he's playing smart um but yeah what do you how do you feel about where the patriots are going i i don't consider them a super bowl contender i'm glad they made the playoffs i would say I'd be really happy if they win one game in the postseason. Like that would be enough. Like, yeah, the 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 Bills and Josh Allen are legit. They don't have a great running game, which is our biggest problem on defense. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And Belichick seeing a division rival in the playoffs, I feel like could be a good thing as opposed to yeah, we Burrow had never um, come up against Belichick or played against the Patriots. So that may have been a good matchup, but that offense is so fucking dynamic that I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. I feel like Chase and Boyd and Higgins are and Mixon would have been enough to counteract that. But it's weird because I think Mac has been good. And I'm not one of those idiot Patriot fans who tries to compare him to fucking Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) there's times where I feel like the Patriots handcuff him. <clears throat> and then there's times where in the beginning of the season, I felt like he was making, he's playing like a rookie. And then they had the seven game win streak. And I felt like he was doing a good job managing the game, not causing or not committing turnovers. Mm-hmm. And then now in the last three or four weeks, like they lost three of their last four games. And it's not just him, but um, sometimes he holds on to the ball too long, which annoys me. Um he he makes like mental errors that piss me off more than like the physical shit. Like missing someone on a throw is fine, but um, like like yesterday, uh, I think it was fourth and inches. 
I don't know if you guys happen to watch the the Patriots game, but it was fourth and inches, and it looked like the Patriots were going to go for it because I want to say that they were down seven or ten, and instead Mac caused the uh, caused a penalty because he flinched and <clears throat> looked like the the Pats going to go for it because at the time um, the Bills and the Jets were still in a one score game, so technically we still had like the AFC East up for grabs, but. Yeah, he um, he gets sacked a little too much for me. Um, and then when he does miss guys, it's 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 a pick or it's a near pick or it's like a tipped ball. And it's like I feel like he's flying too close to the sun um, in a lot of ways. But I mean, I'm not going to argue against 10 and seven and him coming in and, and picking up the system pretty well right away. I do think the Pats need a. They don't necessarily need like a game-breaking wide receiver, but they definitely need some sort of a safety valve. The way that, the way that Brady had Edelman, like uh, a someone who just just run a slant route and catch like seven yards every time, anytime that you need it, because I feel like that was the most valuable thing that Brady had. He never, like he had Moss those few years, but aside from that, he didn't have like deep guys over the top. He just yeah. they able to move the chains. And uh, right now, Mac Jones doesn't have that like. <clears throat> all of his receivers are essentially his third option with the exception mm-hmm. of Hunter Henry, who's, who's good in the red zone, but he's not like, he's not a move the chains kind of guy. So yeah, I think, I hope the Pats can win one game and then I'd be happy. But uh, yeah, I don't know about how I feel about them going into Buffalo um, for a second time this season and third time overall. How was y'all's running game? I can't I can't name your running back. It's pretty really good, good, actually. Yeah, it's very good. It's uh Damian Harris, who's okay. This is his third year, I think, from Alabama, but it's a basically a platoon between him and Ramondre Stevenson. They're legit. And then Brandon Bolden, who's been in the league for fucking 10 years and has mm-hmm. been like mediocre to subpar for his entire career. Mm-hmm. He is now all of a sudden a great third running back. And he he's only been on the team because of his fucking special teams. And like, I don't know. I think he's just one of those guys who's, uh, I wouldn't call like a yes man to Belichick, but just one of those guys who completely buys into the system. So no matter what he does, like he's always going to be here, but yeah, it's, it's a good running game. And that's why like that's been predominantly their offense. Those guys plus Hunter Henry. So we'll see. Um, you guys play Saturday, Sunday? Sunday, 4.30 Eastern. I'm looking forward to it. We, yeah, we, were we got saying, Romo. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, how do you guys feel about him as a commentator? You like him? I love like him. him. Yeah. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I like my commentators to sound fun or sound like they're having fun. And um, he definitely fits that bill. And so, yeah. Who do you guys like most for um, like the actual um, not the analysts like him, but the play by play guy for like national guys? Kevin Harlan. Oh, yeah. Kevin Harlan's the best. He's the best. Yeah. I don't mind Joe Buck, though. I don't um, I don't mind Joe Buck at all, either. I feel like him and Aikman get a lot of flack and I'm like, I don't know. Aikman's funny. Aikman always cracks me yeah. up. Yeah, uh, I can't think of 
anything specific, but I just I always like I, I just remember always laughing whenever Aiken because he's always he always says like something a little like you know, but yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, him. <laughs> Him being uh, memed as the white Jay Z, white Jay Z, right, right, yeah, is, <laughs> mm-hmm. is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You can't unsee it. Yeah, they need to. They need to do something. Maybe do a double album together. <laughs> they gotta have him posing in the booth, like <laughs> yeah. Right <laughs> out. Hey yo, but shout out. Uh, you, you probably already did it on the episode, but uh, R.I.P. John Madden when he passed away. Yes. Think about him and Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall was like my favorite of all time. Just that voice. And um, but yeah, lived a long, good life. Um, but yeah. By all accounts, like just a. A stand up guy, very well liked peers, mm-hmm. colleagues, you name it. Are you guys um, were you guys big on the video game growing up? Because I honestly, oh yeah, wasn't. oh yeah, oh yeah. It was oh, the only game. I, I suck at every other kind of video game. I was only ever good at like Madden. Um, and the game used to be really fun and good, mm-hmm. and now it is not that. <laughs> What's the last one you played, Fiend? Eighteen, Madden eighteen. Okay, yeah, I think. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I was huge. I was huge in the Madden. I think I stopped playing around like twenty ten. I can't remember. It was like a couple years after the whole. um, You know, they they had a mode where uh, what is it's almost like my player for two K. I can't remember what it was called for Madden, but it was like a couple years after that I stopped. But yeah, I was. Every year, you know, I was saving my my nickels and pennies. Uh, we talked about it on another episode, Sophie. Just the, the hustle oh, that true. I used to <laughs> the hustle I used to do on EB games just to be able to, to get the new game. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Where do we feel like the game peaked? Do you guys have like a favorite year? Look, to I, I have to go back to was it 04? Um, Vic's rookie year, just because it was like the game changed at that point. Like I was like, Oh, okay. No matter what, I'm gonna make sure I have a mobile quarterback because you know, uh, he was just a monster in in that game. Um, but yeah, that was it for me. I think football simulation games like peaked with, uh, NFL, like two K five or something with the one with Randy Moss on the front. Uh, that was the best football game I've ever played. And like the graphics and, and stuff still hold up today. Yeah. Like they're I I hate Madden for taking the game exclusive to yeah. having the exclu- exclusive license. Like fuck you guys. Yeah. I feel like um 2K5, so I had that game too. And I feel like that was the first one where it had the um kind of my player aspect to it where yeah there was like a lobby where you could earn rewards and points and shit like that and obviously i've, I've been way out of video games for a while now so i know that's just the, the tip of the iceberg but when it was when that first came out that was legit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i remember um yeah i think it was either 05 or 06 like 
uh, I had went to Atlanta with my parents and um, they were like, they were hanging with um, my aunt and uncle during the day. So it was just me in the house, in the house by myself. And I just remember like all day I was, cause it was the first time I played with that mode. And so I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to be, <laughs> it, it felt like, uh, yeah, it, it was probably, I probably took it a little bit too seriously. I probably had, uh, <laughs> probably had like an armband on or something like that. <laughs> but it, yeah, it felt like you were, you were actually in the game. Especially Playing with, with receiver that. gloves on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I black art in. <laughs> After every bad throw, just ripping the uh, yeah. like the whatever <laughs> off the helmet. <laughs> nah, but I used to be like a psycho with those because I would like every every play. It was just like so. Like you see now, you know. I mean, they wait till they get to the sideline. You see the quarterback. He has like the I guess it's, he has an iPad now. And he's looking at the last drive. I used to do that like after every play. I would like stop and go to instant replay. Like, okay, who was open? Okay, let me. Okay, so <laughs> damn, I didn't make it through all my progressions. Hey, hey. Which one do I got to slide protection? Give me that extra yeah. second, man. Like, why gotta... did I throw that off my back foot? What's uh, <laughs> what's wrong with me? <laughs> Get in the game, son. <laughs> Dude, you guys remember? Um, I there's obviously memes about it, but how fucking nasty those video games were at Walmart or Kmart where. Like when you would go to demo something, mm-hmm. first of all, like you're, they always had the game like 10 feet above your head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those nasty ass controllers that were just like. Like the controller probably originally was white, but by the time that you got to it, it looked like someone had just been holding like a lit cigarette next to it for like five <laughs> years straight or something. But those are the days. I don't even know if those, those still exist in a store anymore. No, no, I don't think you can demo games like that anymore. Yeah. No. <clears throat> and yeah. we we grew up in the better times. Mm-hmm. Um we were in the sweet spot. Yep. My bad. Go ahead. Oh, I just saying we were in we were in the sweet spot. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um we had seat belts, you know, and they knew about secondhand smoke, so you weren't getting smoke blown in your face, but at the same time. <laughs> You know, and then internet was coming, but it's like you you know, people were still outside and yeah. I, I feel bad for, for kids these days. Yeah, kids kids these days are never gonna know what it's like to grow up um go go to a restaurant where you used to be able to smoke inside. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe can't it that sit on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Kane, how bad do you think it's a Big wild ben is thing to do? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> it's just a wild thing to do. It's just like ripping butts as you're eating, like uh, a <laughs> diner quality, like cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, a, like, that's enjoyable. Like, you, like, I, I used to smoke cigarettes. I never wanted to, like, be smoking while I was eating. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's craziness. You got a milkshake season. and a Marlboro, <laughs> yeah. and a Marlboro Red. Like what? <laughs> yeah, you put the you have the cigarette on one side and you pour the milkshake and, and <laughs> mix, mix it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're taking a you're cutting up your fillet 
<laughs> and then lighting up an, uh, an American spirit with your other hand. <laughs> yeah, your your uh, six ounce grade uh, D friendlies fillet. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, they never had a wall separating at least the restaurants that I remember. Mm-hmm. There was There's no wall separating smoking from non-smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Sorry about that. No, you're good, bro. <clears throat> oh, dude. I, I know that uh Kane's like Kane took a brief uh break here to, to handle the pooch, but are mm-hmm. you I'm trying to remember how I uh, was introduced to tall black guy where you, you're friends with yeah, him on that's Twitter, my right? guy yeah no I'm, I'm also friends with him in real life okay like, that was gonna that's be my, my guy. question yeah yeah because now i see him like interacting with i met him that i follow twitter after. yeah i met him through twitter because we like followed a lot of the same people and like he's put me on a lot of people i put him on a lot of people i think like yeah okay he, he lives in hawaii he's the coolest dude like yeah, he's he's a funny ass dude. He's a, he's, he's a good funny follow. As hell. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because like um, I remember, I don't know, I started following him and we started following each other at some point last year. And then recently I saw he was interacting with Korean Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the horniest men on earth. The horniest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, hor- like that entire like they just like him and a couple other people they just flood my timeline with just the horniest goddamn tweet like <laughs> like what are you, like they're just at work thinking about this shit like it's just absolute demon demon behavior demon like, hours at all hours yeah, all, it's like you're you're filing tps reports and you're just thinking about all all this wild explicit nonsense <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Dude, every time I, I I wake up or um, yeah, I just uh, like take a break from work and check Twitter. It'd be like two thirty in the afternoon, and Korean Korean Jonah Hill is like, so prime prime Carmen Electra versus um, I don't know Nev Campbell or some shit like that. <laughs> like, dude, are you at work right now? <laughs> Carmen Electra, Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. Yeah, yeah. The answer is Carmen Electra. And that's the thing is like these questions are just like so like like he's there is a horny, but like I, I'll answer it. Like, like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm not above it. I'm just saying you're very yeah, horny. No. Yeah, like <laughs> hey, but but still, <laughs> sir. Is he a is he a Boston? Is he a New England era? No. Oh no, no, he's no, a Dallas he's, guy. Yeah, he's a he's a Dallas guy. He's a yeah. Cowboys fan, Mavs fan. Did you know him before or after um, Senpai, tall black guy? Uh, I forget how I, I think my buddy who's a Saints fan sent me a tweet about his uh, from him like a year or two ago. And I just like followed him. Gotcha. I was just yeah. curious because it is funny how like eventually our everyone's paths cross on the internet from these circles. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Kane, how um, how bad do you think Big Ben is going to look against the Chiefs? 
uh, <clears throat> however bad he looks, it's not bad enough. Um, <laughs> I did love how the whole. Sorry about that. How the no, whole uh, <laughs> dog is wilding over here. He just wants. <laughs> I think he's hungry. He's he'll, he'll be fine. Uh, he heard about Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, nah, but uh, uh, I got to take Big Ben prayers down. Prayers yeah. all the oh, way yes. down. Yeah. Prayers all all the way down for yeah. Big Ben. I just loved how the timeline united and was like, let's get a tie. We want a tie. Please give we, us a tie tomorrow or today. I can't think of anything on Twitter that everybody agreed on more. Yeah. Like you just universal like like MAGA Twitter, like QAnon Twitter, like like super leftist Twitter. Everybody wants wanted that tie, and the fucking Chargers mm-hmm. couldn't do it for us. They had it. It's just like you tie now, you go to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I, idiots. The Justin Herbert gif is is precious. I've never wanted a tie so bad in my life. <laughs> he's he's a bad dude. He's yeah, he's he fun is. to watch. Yeah, yeah. Chargers got one. I think, um, dude that that picture that's been circulating for a little while now of of Ben every time he fucking throws a touchdown and he looks up to the sky, <sighs> and the 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 meme is like, yo, who could he possibly be praying to? Yeah, what are you looking up for, bro? Who are you talking to? Hell, buddy. If there is a heaven, you ain't going, son. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, like that. that, uh, But see, that's why, because, like, just to bring it back, I used to, like I said, I used to be fiend. I understand where he's coming from. Uh, I understand the pain that he goes through every so often with the Cowboys, but it was because of how nasty the NFL is that it was able that it allowed me to get off the narcotic that and not having cable for a couple of years. So I was missing games anyways, but mm-hmm. yeah, the, that's not an excuse anymore. That should have yeah. been online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I don't pay allegedly, uh, but yeah, that Hypothetically, was, you could watch did. every NFL game without paying a cent except for your internet connection to your internet service provider. Right. Hypothetically. Okay. I, I've I've read about these things. Yeah. Who do you guys um not necessarily matchup wise, but um maybe entertainment value. Who who would you guys most want to see in the Super Bowl from the AFC against you guys? That's a good question. Who's I'd love to play the Patriots again. I think we would absolutely fucking smoke them. <laughs> I think would, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. So, yeah. um, just because uh, your defense features Jalen Mills, and it's just so so funny that he like gets to play a lot of snaps because that guy is so terrible at football. He's not good. He's not great. Um, I feel like anytime that a because I feel like our pass defense is pretty good, but anytime that they do get burned, it's him. Yeah. And he came on the from the Eagles, right? Yeah. So I knew like my a couple of my friends, uh, in one of my group chats, some of them are uh Pats fans that were talking about like, oh, I think it's like a sneaky good signing. And I'm just like, let me tell you something. I've seen it twice a year for the last like five years. Stinks. Stinks (laughs) so bad. Uh PU, uh Jalen Mills. He just 
Uh, on the when the when the Cowboys won on that game winner, I don't know what Jalen Mills is doing. He's standing twenty yards off and just got run by, like to the. Uh, it just looks like looked like he was running in mud, and then didn't sprint until CD Lamb started celebrating. Like the fastest Jalen Mills ran during that play was to like get a cheap shot after. Yeah, uh, out of CD scored. Yeah. The, yeah, like, it looked like CD Lamb was just like getting some cardio in by the time yeah. that uh, Jalen Mills caught up to him. Yeah, but that's how that's how CD Lamb looks when he's running. It's just he's <clears> running <throat> really fast, but it's just it's so smooth. It's like why isn't anyone near him? That game like, pissed me off. Football so player, much. yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't believe I can't believe Trayvon Diggs bit on that uh, out and up by Kendrick Bourne. Hmm. Like that, no. like that was one of the times I was like, "Bro, you <laughs> it, it just play off. Like, why are you jumping this? There's no reason to jump this. <laughs> like, my, like it was wasn't a great throw. Like." If you didn't jump it and just ran with them, you probably get another pick. Like, yeah, I would like to see you guys. Let's see. I don't want the Chiefs in there. I think you guys against the Bengals would like would be pretty entertaining, just because the Bengals be are fun, fun too. Game. Yeah, I would like. I, I would like to see the Chiefs again. I think that the the Cowboys would uh, match up pretty well with them. They that played was, them in the first month of the season, right? Uh, like midway okay. of the season. Dak was just coming off his uh, his calf injury. He wasn't all the way back. Like he's all the way back now. But uh, I think Dak's like the healthiest he's been in a long time right now. Like he wasn't healthy to start the season. Mm-hmm. Then he hurt his calf, and then like it took him a while. I think he's healthy now. He just. Like they just got to protect him. If they protect him, the Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. Like that's. But if they can't protect him, that's like Joey Bosa terrifies me. If because hmm. they're not gonna they're not gonna rush him against Tyron Smith over and over because that would be stupid. Mm-hmm. They're gonna park park him over by Lyle Collins, and be like, go get two or three sacks. And if they can't protect him, then. It's trouble, but if they can protect him, I think the Cowboys win by like twenty. Right, <clears throat> might do it anyways. Uh, <clears throat> Garoppolo might might throw us a couple balls. He probably will. Yeah, so oh, for sure, it's a noodle arm. That's the I think Garoppolo is the the floor for Mac Jones, right? Hmm. I think that's the the floor. Like if nothing else goes right. He can at least be Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> God, I, I feel like if he like if he doesn't improve at all and he doesn't like work on his strength and being able to make some like throw better like more urgent throws because mm-hmm. the ball takes some time to get to where it's going for him. That's why he has to be so anticipatory. Mm-hmm. Like, but you can work on stuff like that. You just take some steroids, like you know, <laughs> TB twelve. Talk to yeah, talk to TB12, talk to AG. Uh, you might. I have, no, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Must be some yeah, new no, acronym 40, I've never heard of. 
don't know. 44-year-olds 40, throwing faster than, and harder than they've ever thrown in their entire life. Yeah, it's just... Uh, and looking that, better, that's, too. Yeah, no. I mean, the looking better was just the uh, the surgeon's knife, man. They, they, they cut my boy up. I don't know. I think that TB12 might be some, some like, super soldier serum. You know, oh, it's just it's just like HGH masked in this like grift of a like nutraceuticals company. <laughs> He's got some good drink recipes some... for avocado cookies in there. So <laughs> drink, drink some water, eat relatively healthy, stretch and exercise. So fucking like groundbreaking program. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> he emphasizes stretching more than you just did. So let's not. no he actually does which is like yeah Yeah. thanks dude no it's important we get it like stretching is important uh people have known this for ten thousand years bro like stretching is part of like different people's religions like you know like this is just fucking appropriation and like christopher columbus shit man (laughs) like i don't respect it i don't respect him (laughs) fair enough hell yeah I get it. Give <laughs> uh, us the Bucks in the Super Bowl. No, I do think the Chiefs and the Cowboys would be the most fun game. Yeah, with those offenses. So that's what I want. I think, I, I, I think Soapy's right. I think the uh, the Cowboys and the the Bengals would be the the most fun game because that's just like we're 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 staring at forty five, forty two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Burrow is like clearly Joe not Burr- a take, but he's. Burr- the next dude uh-huh. like, next up. that team is fun to watch yeah um yeah He's young too yeah yeah turns out jamar chase can catch <laughs> even with a different football yeah <laughs> he, he can see it just fine <laughs> <laughs> he, what was it that he didn't like he didn't like that the nfl football didn't have the whites on the yeah it, the noses of the football. it does help i've noticed that yeah when I, in like my flag leagues that Having a stripe, especially if um when you're staring up at lights, like the stripe helps you pick it up faster when it comes out of the light. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean it's like a like a thing that at a professional level that shit doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. He he was just in his head about it and got over it and set the NFL rookie record for yards. Yeah, that'd be like <laughs> Steph Curry complaining about playing with like a uh, I don't know, a plastic fucking backboard instead of a glass one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that the, not to switch too much over to hoops talk, do you think the new ball has anything to do with how shitty Steph Curry's been playing the last like 15 games? Did they change the ball recently? Yeah, they went to the, I mean, starting this year, they went to the Wilson Evolution. The superior ball, as it's always been, but Mm-hmm. Glad now that the NBA is seeing the truth. It's certainly possible. It's either that or I'm sure you guys have seen this other story that's been floating around about Aisha Curry and him having some sort of uh, open agreement. Yeah. yeah. And now that's starting to hurt his feelings or something. Mm-hmm. I don't, Korean Jonah Hill would know about this. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because, yeah, he's he's. I think the craziest part about him is if I remember correctly, he's never shot in his career below 40% from three for a season. Mm-hmm. One of the most Oops. absurd stats when you consider how many threes he takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think he's around like 38 from the three, 
42 overall. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I feel like like I don't know if you guys. He's gonna watched... regress to the mean so hard at some point. And he's gonna shoot like sixty percent for like thirty games on <laughs> oh, eleven man. on eleven attempts, and we're just gonna be like, oh shit, <laughs> dude. I feel like um just the return of Clay. He was clearly pumped to have him back last night, and he started the game like four for back. four. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was fun to watch. Um, actually, while we're on it, how do we feel about? No, we'll we'll turn off the Cowboys versus Pats for a second and turn this into Celtics Lakers. No, oh, okay. you feel about the Lakers? Hey, you, Mister Hurricane. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I forgot I was a Lakers fan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are you a Yankees fan too? Do you have the? You should put no, that okay. on your Twitter. I'm not even. I'm not even. Yeah, <laughs> Cowboys, Lakers, Yankees. Dude. I'm not even I'm not even really a Lakers fan. It's I'm I I was a Kobe fan. So I just if I have to pick a team, but I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a ball brother fan. So whenever LaMelo and Lonzo are doing okay. well, Leangelo don't sleep on him, he's coming. Um so, but yeah, I mean the Lakers it's been it's been funny to to watch. I mean it, it's weird cuz like I I love Russ, but he's just so clearly like you know, it's like he's his time is running out. It kind of reminds me of, um, yeah, Dwayne Wade the last couple of years uh, when he was in, even though Dwayne, Dwayne wasn't, I don't think he was, he wasn't even on the floor that much to, to play this poorly. Um, but Russ looks like he straight up forgot how to play basketball. Yeah. Like, it, I don't think, like, he looks just as athletic as ever. He looks, yeah. He looks like he forgot how to play. Like, the Monstar stole his talent. Like, <laughs> like, He's shooting 18 footers off the, the top of the shot clock. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's 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 hard to see. Um, what's going on? Oh. Yeah, that's a tough part. I like, like Russ too. Yeah, I like Russ a lot. I love Russ. He's a crazy motherfucker, but yeah, I don't know, man. Um I don't know what our like I I see when when uh, I usually don't really start paying attention to basketball until after the All Star game, um, yeah. but I do know that yeah we haven't been playing well, um, but yeah I don't, I don't know what to tell you man just uh, <laughs> it's one of those things like <laughs> I think the problem with Russ is that when he's playing poorly, those clips are so egregious yeah dude Flagrant. when he plays poorly he's just like a loop of Shaq and a fool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shooting it off the top of the backboard. He goes and drives in and like barely gets touched but loses the ball into the fifth row. I think what sucks too with him is like the the effort is always there. He's always trying hard, his hardest, as hard as he could possibly try, but it just makes it look so much worse when he's not playing yeah. well. Cuz yeah. And he hasn't played well all season. It's been yeah. like almost 40 games of really hapless basketball. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty good meme going around last night where it was like it was him and LeBron sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. LeBron was holding a piece of paper and Russ was, mm-hmm. over, was over like. <laughs> and it, it was like Russ hoping that uh, LeBron doesn't see his stats for the night. Yeah. Don't flip the page. Don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it cuts off before W, so it's weird how they printed that out. Uh apparently Bama is getting in that S. What's yeah. the score? National championship game. Oh no, it has just started. Oh, okay. 
Someone said, one of my group texts, uh, group chats said, I'm stunned to see that uh, Stetson Bennett, Bennett isn't floating. Hmm. And that's interesting. <laughs> yes, three I completely nothing. forgot about that game. Although I did see that Tyler is sitting like, or he posted a picture where he was standing in the end zone. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. He's going to get COVID from Amari Cooper. Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> You scram, buddy. Like that's. Oh, this is what I meant to bring up. How about um, what's the deal with Zeke? Is he just on a pitch count, and that's why he's not playing the same, or has he been surpassed by Tony Pollard for real? I mean, he's got to be hurt, right? Like Zeke's not. He he was hurt for most of the season, and I think he's all getting healthy because he's looked a lot faster and stronger the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And they have put him on, like, that's the best thing about Tony Pollard is he's awesome. I think he's probably a better runner right now, uh, pure runner than Zeke. But Zeke just does so much in the past game with uh, pass protection and how hard he runs. He just, like, changes the temperature of games by just, like, beating the shit out of people as he as he's running. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's a good rotation they have like Tony Pollard should touch the ball 10 to 15 times a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it's looking good. And Tyron Smith got the week off, got getting his ankle healthy. The, as long as nobody gets COVID health wise, you're as good as you can hope for like Michael Gallup's out, but Michael Gallup was always a luxury in this mm-hmm. offense. Cause he's just a step up above Cedric Wilson, who's fine. He's pretty good. Um, And if CD's gotten over his drops issue, which he was fucking up a lot (laughs) this year. I was going to say real quick, shout out Jaquan Hardy. um, Because like I said, I did watch Hard Knocks this year. And so... I was so hyped for him. Yeah. He had a nice run at the end of the game. Good for him. Was he like a... uh... Fringe guy who could have gotten cut in the offseason or something. Yeah. He's their fourth he Yeah. Running back. Yeah. Special teams demon. He got fit. There was a game, like an episode where he um, he was wearing contacts and one of his contacts popped out, mm-hmm. but he kept playing and they threw the ball to him and he dropped it. <laughs> and they were just like, what What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, why are you out there? And he was like, I didn't want to come out, coach. It was like, you can't see. You're blind as fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine playing NFL football with one eye closed? Like, because that's how it is with your contacts on. You can't have yeah. if you have one contact out, you can't have both eyes open. You, mm-hmm. You'll throw up. Like, <laughs> especially because yeah, I have pretty bad vision. If he, his vision is as bad as mine, like you'll throw up you'll get motion sickness <laughs> so it, he wore rec specs and i think now he's got like better fitting contacts or wears a visor or something like dude rec specs got to make like a full comeback because now that i've seen They're them tight. slowly on like a couple players this is a solid look it's tight like between um obviously more so basketball but yeah Rex specs are a good look. Um, I don't know why I just thought of this. RIP to Bob Saget. 
I thought of this because Bill Jabbar was on an episode of Full House once. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Great tie-in. You're a pro. Absolute <laughs> pro. Oh, this is this is the real meat and potatoes of this show. Hurricane responded to my poll yesterday, and I haven't gotten um, Cash's opinion. So, <clears throat> and I can't believe Kane's opinion. So oh. I put out, if you have these four items... You're in elementary school. You got these four items for lunch. You got to eliminate one of them. Which one do you choose? And it's Lunchables, Doritos and or potato chips, whatever you want. Dunkaroos. Gushers. Dunkaroos. Uh, that's the one that you eliminate. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a luxury. I can live without Dunkaroos. Yeah. If it's I a can't luxury. live without... I can't live without any of the other ones of, of the remaining <laughs> of the remaining three that you kept, which is your favorite out of Doritos gushers and Lunchables. Yeah. My favorite. I think I don't have them as much as I could. Now that I have adult money <laughs> is gush is gushers. Yeah. Yeah, my guy. I'm uh, I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> no, gushers are incredible. Um, as I've grown up, my replacement for gushers are pomegranate seeds. Hmm. They're like nature's gushers, Ooh. in my opinion. And um, but I'm going to Costco this weekend. And I'm getting gushers. I'm getting the fuck out of some gushers, bro. Yeah, that's the correct answer. If the Cowboys lose. He knows because Fiend was eating gushers. <laughs> on Only good things happen other than like adult onset diabetes. Only good things happen when you eat a fuckload of gushers. I always hated gushers. Why? That's crazy. You know, if I'm going to have something explode in my mouth, at least let it be something that tastes good. And I never liked the way gushers taste. Like, hey, I'll just eat some Skittles or any other they candy. taste great what do you it's just it's just high fructose corn syrup and food well, dye with like a gelatin out like it's delicious what's i don't know it's all all great ingredients for like tooth decay which yeah it's is, like a, means it's good it's like a fruit roll-up with a filling yeah, yeah but i see i like fruit i think you know like I, i'll never be the you one you like fruit roll-ups but I you do. don't like gushers but that i don't i don't the eat- math the math doesn't math. I don't that. eat either one. And this whole thing, I haven't had gushers in over 20 years because as a kid, I didn't like the taste. So I just, I never went back to it. I haven't had fruit roll-ups in about the same time, but it was a more enjoyable experience for sure as a child. Um, so. Fruit okay. roll-ups or fruit by the foot? Oh, fruit by the foot. Fruit, fruit by the foot. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, fruit, fruit by the foot always tasted like the watered down fruit roll up hmm. like as if someone poured water on a fruit roll up that's what a fruit by the foot tastes like hmm. that's the other thing I too gushers are like super i think that's probably my issue too because i don't really i didn't really like uh fruit roll-ups like that because it was way too sweet even as a kid like i like sweet stuff but you know you can go yeah. with it. A condescending ass snacker over here yeah, yeah. you ask a question i answer <laughs> <laughs> all right well where do you how do you rank those four items in general it was lunchables dunkaroos and chips mm-hmm. 
probably so I have to go back to my kid to my kid brain uh for this. Probably it's probably Lunchables one, then chips. I still eat chips, so chips probably two, and then three is um Dunkaroos. I remember I used to I was I'm surprised that I don't have diabetes because even as a kid, <clears throat> I used to trade like my actual sandwiches, you know, that, you know, you yeah, yeah. lettuce and, you know, everything that you need, you know, meat, protein. I would trade my actual food for snacks at uh, at lunchtime. Like there used to be a kid that he would he'd have Dunkaroos every day and I would give him my sandwich for the Dunkaroos. And yeah. I wasn't eating well. I, pr- I probably should be like six three right now, but I didn't eat properly. <laughs> <laughs> Is, hey, it's never too late. I should be Micah Parsons. Got nine to one. So one of the great things about being a South Asian stereotype and having a family that owns a convenience store slash deli hmm. is my my lunch game was incredible. I, yeah, like I deli deli sandwiches, any of the chips that I would want. And little it was like Debbie. the consequence of being, yeah, whatever, whatever you you name it. Uh, my my favorite was the the Ferrero Rochers, hmm. just like oh, inhale those balls? joints. Yeah, the chocolate with like the almond on the outside and the hazelnut on the inside and like little wafer center is just. Uh, I was going, I was going crazy. They one styling on them. Mm-hmm. Elementary school. You know what was funny about um like the whole trading food with your classmates and friends is that um <clears throat> I I feel like anytime I'd have something good and my my friends would look over and be like, damn, I've never had that flavor of chips before, or damn, it looks pretty good. I'd always be like, Yeah, it does. It does look pretty good. <laughs> Cause I knew that they were trying to get me to fucking barter with them, and it's mm-hmm. like Dude, I only have so much of this. I I can't. Yeah. Maybe next time. <laughs> Did you guys ever bring um like soup in a thermos to school? Yeah, never worked. I always had a cheap thermos. Really? In so, elementary school. Yeah, I had it, I had it explode a couple times. <laughs> Mine would like, just... I would just be discussing it was lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cold you can't shit. microwave that that steel shit right. either. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, hmm. Maybe I had uh, just some good fortune, or I was just a fucking savage and I didn't care that it was lukewarm. But <laughs> one of my favorite treats was like, occasionally, my parents would pack a, a ramen in one of those thermoses. Mm. Ooh, dude, that was on a Friday mm-hmm. after That's gym class. Mm-hmm. You're fucking sweating your nuts off and. Nothing, nothing. It's like a chicken, uh, chicken ramen. That's <laughs> fire. That's fire. I might have a ramen tonight. Hmm. Can't go wrong. Like adult, like we, we have like, you know, uh, adult ramens, you know, like sure. from, yeah. from the, the Korean grocery store, you know, not like the cup noodles or anything, but. Are you near an H Mart? Uh, I'm near, so H Mart is in, uh, it's near my in-laws place in Long Island. There's like hmm. two of them. Wait, they go we all have the way out there? Here... Yeah. We yeah. have one called, we have one nearby, like on my, 
uh, like two blocks down called uh, NY Mart, like New York Mart. Okay. And it's a uh, really dope Korean uh, grocery store. They just have all the fire snacks, like fire ramens. I was almost going to send you a picture before this show started because I had. Um, have you had those shrimp flavored crackers that look like French? Oh, fries? they're the best. They're yeah. the best. <laughs> they yeah, have I sweet can... and spicy flavored ones now. Like they're just. It's unbelievable. They're, they're my favorite. Uh, like. I guess like Asian store snack. Big time. Either those or like the. Um, the fruit jellies that come in like the shot size mm-hmm. plastic cups. Fire. Yeah. Hey, not to interrupt, but actually I got to go. My yeah. dog murder me if I <laughs> eat him with the next couple of minutes. <laughs> but, uh, thank you for, for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully next time Dan is able to join us. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. D- this is my second time on the Morse Code podcast. This I'm 0 for 2 on <laughs> Dan being here. Is he ducking me? Like, does he not like me? What's up? Like, does he just... we, we don't even know if he really exists, or at least you don't. I, I honestly could not say. I just see some videos on social media here and there. Like those could be deep fakes for all I know. Yeah. That is just CGI. Yeah, man. I just I just pulled up Coachella. A... Dan Morse could be a figment of all of our imaginations. A creation of big cold stone cold river vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I I just pulled up a generic uh like create a player and then threw on some you know, threw on a hat. <laughs> I made him about six two. But yeah, dude, um, trying to think if there's anything I forgot. Let me see. I can take a daisy at the. Oh, there is one. Yeah. Um, whose downfall are we preying on the most in 2022? Sparked by uh, boy, tall black guy. Dude, he went super man, viral with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. It's really tight. Yeah, he deserves it. He's been he, he's been putting up. Uh, he's been in the gym, tweeting like posting hard. You know, like posting like it's a uh, game seven of the finals every time he posts. You know, and it's just gonna pay off. And that was a good one. He he's in there uh, working with Olajuwon in the summers too. Mm-hmm. He goes to Minnesota, <laughs> get, gets up with Olajuwon. It's him, Kobe. Uh, you know, all, all the greats. Shaq went up there one time and they didn't have a, a, as much fun. Shaq no. was just trying to go to party. Um, and fa- famous partier, Hakeem uh, Olajuwon. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think, like, who's down? I'm, I, I just like. I want the downfall of like the like anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorists as a group, but not in the sense that I want like people to die. I want, I want like, I don't know, like something to spark and all of them to be like, no, we're being fucking stupid. Like sh- people so- show some, like it's less of praying for downfall and praying for like people to show some humility, which would just be 
that's impossible now that I think of it. Um, it sounds like I'm a cool concept. Rod- I'm praying. I'm praying for Aaron Rodgers' downfall. Okay. Prayers all the way down for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's fair, especially how we started the show, and I think that's a proper way to to end the show. Yeah. I can I can understand that. It sucks because I said this to Dan, and I think I tweeted this before. Uh, because of all his like anti-vax shit, I started watching a bunch of his press conferences, like dating back to the summer. Um, mm-hmm. And like, if you ignore how fucking stupid he is in relation to that, I'm like, damn, is, he's such an interesting football mind to listen to from a quarterback position. Are you s- I used to really, really, really like and respect him. One of my best friends is like a uh, fourth generation Packers fan. And I slash owner. It's like used to have yeah, slash owner. Um <laughs> and I used to like I enjoy watching him. I used to really enjoy watching him play football. And I I always thought he was a pretty interesting interview. Uh like cool cool guy to like listen to right like interesting things to say different perspective but he's just like gone to the point where he's just one of those like semi-smart guys that thinks that they're the smartest person and that they're beyond reproach and have no humility in the fact that they might not uh have a phd in virology i think yeah Uh, it sucks because like some of the interviews, one of his um, like one of the reasons why I find him interesting to listen to football wise is because he has a, a crazy memory where mm-hmm. he'll recall specific plays from like 2010 and be able to tell you to the detail what route was run, who was defending it, what kind of package was the defense in. And I'm like, damn, that's fucking sick. But then, yeah. yeah. Um, did you hear that that viral thing where uh, he said something like, with Pat McAfee. He's like, if you can't question science, then it's not science anymore. It's propaganda. Like his drop the mic moment. Yeah. And a bunch of the people who supported him were like, yeah, that like way to fucking tell him, Aaron. And then half an hour later, everyone was like, okay, that's been a meme for like years now. <laughs> that's not a, yeah. that you didn't come up with that yourself and it's false anyways, even if you did. Yeah. So it's like, just like idiot. these these people have a fundamental misunderstanding about science and <laughs> medicine in general like it is like a really large evil industry like it should be free period but at the end of the day it is our best understanding about how the human body works and how to treat things um and the like these weirdo like holistic things that people are coming up with are not new they've people have been using them and they didn't work which is why we have like there's some things that work like the general concept of like eating more dark leafy greens drinking water exercising stretching and getting good sleep like that's good that's what doctors tell you to do (laughs) you know like it's not like oh the doctors are just trying to like get me on like like so like some look there's some bad actors everywhere like but like for for the most part like doctors are telling you to do like these basic things that you're like claiming are these like revelation grifter like holistic programs it's like 
yeah, you should be doing this. But when your body doesn't work for something, you have to go to a fucking doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw I saw a pretty funny analogy where it said people like Aaron Rodgers who say that, you know, one of his biggest things is why is America so focused on vaccines when we should be stressing the things that you just said, Uh, proper sleep, proper exercise, proper diet, nutrition. And it's like comparing it to a um, a house that's on fire and saying, well, people should be bu- more focused on buying smoke detectors than in- instead of calling the fire department. And it's like, yeah, there's a <laughs> one's the generic uh, advice, but then in state of emergency, we kind of have to use more urgent solutions. And the fact that we only we can only go off of what we know and with all this stuff yeah. being new. Of course, information and recommendations and protocols are going to change. Obviously, the last couple changes have have been a little more controversial with like the protocols or quarantine going from 10 to five days, whatever. But yeah, it's uh, it's like, dude, I don't I don't think people are out to get me. I think we just we're all in the same spot. So, yeah, he's a and anyone who decries cancel culture. Immediately wrong. Just like immediate, uh, immediate, like big Cappy, you know, like big Mario <laughs> Odyssey, uh, second player character, big Cappy, um, and many caps, many caps, so many caps. <laughs> it's just, and it's like, oh, we should be focusing on this other thing. It's like we are. Every fucking doctor tells you to do these things. <laughs> Every single one. No one has said stop doing those things. Yeah. Go do those things. Yes. (laughs) Have more salads, eat less processed foods, like drink water, exercise, and get good sleep. Yes. But if you have a history of hypertension and you have hypertension, you need to go to the doctor before you have a fucking heart attack. (laughs) Eating your, like meat diet paleo motherfucker like and the other thing about like um uh, like ketosis like keto diet like that you shouldn't your body shouldn't be in ketosis for a long period of time like it, it's very like ketones are bad for your brain they're like very bad for your brain you don't want that shit in your system for a lot like it's a lot like there's shit that's like well settled and then there's shit that is like piggybacking off well settled shit and trying to repackage it as this novel and that's what a lot of these health gurus are doing and I hate them I hate them so much <laughs> couldn't agree more couldn't agree more and uh get facts get boosted when the fourth shot comes out I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the first in line I'm gonna wait outside like a, a sneaker drop <laughs> I I just got my booster about a week ago. Had me in hell for a day, but I'm fine. Booster's a tough one. Booster's a tough one, but uh, COVID's tougher. So uh, fuck them. Yeah. And people are like, oh, if you're vaccine boosted and you get Omicron, it's fine. It's just mild symptoms. I don't want it. I don't want it at all. Mm -hmm. Don't don't. If I could just not catch it, that would be great. If you guys like, just. Yeah, I always think it's funny when people downplay the flu 
because yeah obviously you know the uh mortality rate of the flu is you know pretty minimal but when you get it it's not fucking fun it's awful (laughs) i don't get why people use that as a crutch and i think a lot of people don't understand when it is exactly that they have the flu you know, people just like will call any little like, oh, I have a fever and, and I'm tired. Like, oh, it's the flu. It could be anything else. When you have the flu, you you get fucked up. Like, it's <laughs> not a good time. It like, and there's like, oh, it's a mild flu, like mild flu like symptoms. Mild flu like symptoms suck. Big Those time. are bad. Like, I you don't go to work if you can afford it. If you have mild flu like symptoms. If 150 million people in America had mild flu-like symptoms at the same time, the empire would collapse. Like, oh, yeah. It was just, like a million people died, dog. Like I don't understand. Like, they didn't sleep understand. enough. I, if they drank more water and <laughs> like you know exercise more, if they did a couple more vinyasa flows, yeah. Uh, then they they probably could have beat it, but you know, go fuck yourselves. It's just not selfish. Not, not enough uh, warrior three poses in there. Um. <laughs> sun. If you just did more sun salutations and rub this goji berry on your temples, like you would have been, you would have been a okay. Oh, wait, my, I wasn't gonna say one, but I have a prayers down. Prayers down for Shailene Woodley, his fucking dumbass girlfriend, fiance, because I used to like her because I watched. um, Yeah. Big time prayers down for anyone who's not watching the video. I watched uh, Big Little Lies. I don't know if you watch that show. No chance. Okay. it was was a good show, but regardless, I thought she was a um, played a good role and she's a good actress. But then when I saw the stuff about not only her, if anyone doesn't know the story, they're engaged um, and mm-hmm. she's supposedly been a big proponent of all this basically voodoo shit, eating clay, um, all this holistic stuff that is a very fine, a very thick line between being holistic and being fucking crazy. And she is on the crazy side. And not only does she believe that stuff, but remember when the story came out about, oh, look at Aaron, Aaron Rogers out and about getting coffee and like, Everyone yeah, and she just was like told everyone that this guy was this like broke ass little dick loser. And was just yeah, like, good God. I was like, where the fuck good is that? God. Like, why did you have to take that guy down? And also, what I feel did he like do? He, this guy was catching the strayest of strays. Like you didn't do anything. You're just getting coffee. Yeah, I, he had his mask on, following all the protocols. I um I checked out her Instagram, and it was predictably all about um you know saving the planet um saving marine life um you know being like environmentally conscious stuff like that which is fine but then i'm like hold on i feel like maybe not to stereotype you but someone who is aligned with that sort of thinking would generally be like i don't know a kind of a nice thoughtful person not someone who would just fucking mm-hmm. take down this stranger, call him broke, a little dick. And yeah, I think she like shit on the car that he was driving. She was yeah. like, no offense, but uh, Aaron's Aaron got would never feet drive this that. piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Brokey, 
You fucking poor motherfucker. Nice Prius dickhead. Like, oh my God. <laughs> what? I'm like, I thought hippies were like nice people, generally speaking. Uh, she just seems like a another one of those like thinks that they're way like they hold they're so intelligent and operate on like a different frequency that they hold the the key secrets of the universe that no one else knows and it's like look it's fine if you think that and you have like very serious main character syndrome but when it starts seriously impacting other people especially when it's a public health crisis spreading misinformation telling people to eat dirt (laughs) like to be fair, I tell people to eat dirt all the time, but it's I tell people to eat dirt all the time, but not I don't wish it's not me wishing them well. Right. It's from a venge, vengeful perspective. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have to develop immunity against diseases. And I was like, then keep burning down the planet and let's release the prehistoric ones and see how you fucking deal with that, bro. Like, like, like it's so dumb. Yeah. Prayers down, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Prayers Rogers. down, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Uh, go Pats. Go Bucks. I know you don't want to say go Bucks, but that's fine. And um, yeah, the Pat, the, I, I hope the Pats do well. Like, I like to see my friends happy, even if they are happy because of a reason I think is immoral and dumb. Um, <laughs> I like to see them happy. I got landlord friends, bro. Like, I'm glad they're happy, <laughs> but I, I think what they do is immoral. So, you know, it can be both things. Oh, hold on. Actually, final question for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're a native New Englander, right? Or no? Yeah. I, I was born in Bangladesh, but I grew up and lived my whole life in Boston. So how old were you when you moved here? Three. Oh, okay. Um. So were you ever a Patriots fan or you were no. always Cowboys? Okay. Fair enough. Yep. All right. That's episode yeah. 151. Um, Thanks for having me on. Yes. Thank you, awesome. sir. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Cash Fiend and Hurricane. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Hell yeah.